Shalom Abarachul Abdel Mezek is getting Daf Samach Beis. Today's Daf discusses working with people who are unreliable, Trumas and Maestros Hameratim, encouraging giving Shalom to Goyim, to people working during Shemitah. Then we learn about, uh, at the end of the finishing the Perak Hanizokin, we learn about feeding animals before eating. And we begin a new Mishnah, a new Perak, discussing the uh, Lashon of the husband and wife sending their get when they're allowed to backtrack on their get, whether an, a man can do the Kabbalah and whether an Isha can do the Halicha. We begin with Rabbi Yoisi ben Hamashulam. He testified in the name of Rabbi Yoichanon, his brother. He said in the name of Rabbi Yoisi ben Chasmo, do not give your challah to an Amo Oretz, a professional needer, Betahara, but you can give him Chulin, if it's still in the, the flower form. And when the Chavar takes it back from him, he takes back the Chala, puts it in these very unique Kalim. When the Amaretz comes to take it, he could take both of them and you don't have to be Choshesh. We're trying to avoid the Amaretz being Metame Kochim. That's Mamash and Eser. Similarly, one shouldn't give his Truma to an Amaretz to press it. Bitahara. You can't rely on him that he's going to keep a tar. But you can't give his, he can't give his chulin olives bitahara. And when he takes it back from him, for trumo, you should put it into the chavers kalim. When Amaretz comes to take it, you can take both of them and you don't have to be choshesh. That is being metame, the truma. When the kain comes and takes it from him, he's going to think that it's tar when the Amaretz was metame. So the Gemara asks, what, what's the concern here? Rabbi Yechanan explains, the reason why we make these leniencies is because these Amarats make their parnosa from kneading and from pressing the olives. So why do I need both cases, uh, the kneader and the presser? Well, if I had only learned the kneader, that doesn't make so much money. So maybe him, you, we, we help him make a parnosa and we find a way for the Chover to be able to give it to him. But olives, you make more money pressing olives. So maybe we don't give him that leeway. And we all, but, but on the flip side, olives aren't pressed as often as flour is made. Do we say both? We're lenient by both and we find a way for these Amaratsim to, to, to be able to do their job and make some money. Okay, so we learned that we take off some of the challah and we put it into this unique container so that when the Amaratsim comes and he takes it, we don't have to be choyshesh that there's any tumah happening. Gamar asks, why not? Why aren't we worried that he touched it? Well, we tell the Amaretz, you should know that if you do touch this, the tumah that it took off is reverted and it's going to go back to a state of tevel. Right, the Arbonin were able to redact his shlichos, the chaver shlichos al tnai that the Amaretz doesn't touch it. Maybe the Amaretz doesn't care at all. No, no, no. He came... Tamar showed up. He gave it to the to the Chaver to take off Shumas and Maishas. So he clearly does care about it. So this threat will prevent him from touching it. Next we said that we take off the Truma and we put it in a separate Kli of the Chaver. So when Amar comes, we're not Choshish. Why not? Why aren't we worried that he, taught, that he touched it? He was Matama the Truma. Over here we don't even have a hacker. The Gemara answers that you put it into a kli that's made out of dung or stone or earthenware, so that's not makabal tumah. 
Right, so what does that have to be? The clear of the Chaver. It could even be the clear of the Amaretz if it's not Makabal Tumah. The Gemara says, you're right. It could be the clear of the Amaretz. We mean it has to be a clear, it could be even a clear of the Amaretz, that the Chaver can use. That's why we're calling it the clear of the Chaver. But really, it could be property of the Amaretz. Now, the next thing we had said in our Mishnah was that we are able to be Machzik, Yedei, Give them mechizuk, say shalom aleichem to them during shemitah. The Gemara says, "Why are you allowed to do this?" Rav Dimi Bar Shishna says in the name of Rav, "You're not allowed to help a guy hoe during shemitah, and you don't give him an extra shalom aleichem. You're being like helping out, working during shemitah." The Gemara answers, "You're not allowed to give him a double shalom, but you're allowed to give him a regular. How you doing?" A normal good morning. Like Rav Yehuda. He used to say, Achzuku, you know, Chazak. And Rav Sheshes, he would say, Ashrata, kind of like a Shkoyach. And in general, the Gemara says, you're not allowed to give a double Sholem to Goyim. And Rav Chista, he used to engage the conversation. He would start off by saying Sholem, so either he wouldn't have to respond with a, you know, Aleichem Sholem, double the Sholem, or... When he starts the conversation, he was able to control it so it wouldn't become uh, that he was giving him too much chizik. And Rav Kahana used to say, Shalom Alamar. Also a way of keeping the chizuk contrite. Now the Mishra also said that you're also able to give them shalom. Now hold on, if you're able to give them chizuk, of course you're allowed to give them shalom. So Rav Yaiba answers, the chiddush is that you could even do that on their holiday, their yom idam. Like having a brisa, that person's not allowed to go into a guy's house during his holiday and give him shalom. But if you see him in the market, you can give him a subdued shalom with kovid roish. Rav Huna and Rav Chista, they were learning, and Geneva walked by, and they said, "Oh, you should give him shalom aleichem." He said, "Yeah, but he's a big mal, he's a bal machlekes. I'm not going to give him shalom." So Geneva comes over to them and he says, Shalom Aleichem Melech, Shalom Aleichem Melech. And you know how I know that kings are called Malachim? The Pesach says, Be'i Malachim Yimluchu. So they told him, how do you know they're supposed to give a double Shalom to kings? Right? He said it twice. He said, because of Yehuda, Amarav tells us, the source for giving a double Shalom to a king is the Pesach Veruach, Lov Shor Es Amosai Roish HaSholishim. So they ask Geneva, would you like to eat something? He said, no, Rav Yudah Marav tells us it's also for a person to eat before his animals. Based on the Pasuk, and only afterwards it says, Geneva was, uh, the Chazal explained, was subtly hinting to them. They understood that they were calling him Bar Machloikas. Hadrin Alochani Zokin! Which began back on Memchesim is discussing how someone who dam- damages has to pay from the idis from the best value of his property. We begin a brand new parak parakol Omer, which begins discussing that if someone, the husband, tells his shliach to accept this get to his wife, he uses a lotion of Kabbalah, or or if he says Hoylich gadzet leishti, since he didn't say. A typical lashon, he's allowed to backtrack because giving a get is is going to make him be high to pay the ksuba. It's a chayv, and in chayv and adam shall be fun of. On the flip side, if a woman says his skabel giti, 
accept my get, that she can't back out on because she is the shliach. She made him into a shliach by saying to accept the, the get. And now his yad is like her yad. And you can't backtrack because once the shliach has it, it's as if she has it. The husband were to say, I don't want her to accept the get. I just want you to give it to her. So he could still back, back out on that. If Shemegam Leel says, so too if she says, totally giddy, I want you to be Mikabel my get, she cannot back out on it. In the Gemara of Achabri, the Avya tells Ravashi. The only reason why he's allowed to back out is because the Shliach wasn't made a Shliach. But if he would make the Shliach a Shliach to be Mikabel the get for the wife, she can't back out. This sounds like a raya, if you recall, back on Yudal Raman Aleph, that Hoylech, using the Lashon of Hoylech, of, of bring it, it's like he's saying, you should be Zoichet. Hoylech Kichazi, Kizachi Dami. The Gemara answers, no, really, Hoylech might not be like he's saying to be Zoichet for her. The Chiddush is, when he says, be Mechabel the get to my wife. Because I might think, Husband can't do a Kabbalah. He's the giver. So even if the get does get to her, it's not her get. Kamash Malad. That's saying his kabel is like he's saying hoylech. In the midst we learned that a woman who says his giti, she can't back out. The shliach is like her yad. Gemara says, doesn't that sound like it doesn't matter whether she said eskabel or Holcha? If she would have said Holcha, that also would have worked. She wouldn't have been able to be Chayzer. You see that the Lashon of Hoylech would also be like saying Zechi. The Gemara says, no, no, no. Only the word of Kabbalah would be a Lashon of Zechi. The Gemara also teaches us that the husband says, I don't want her to be Mechabal again. Just give it to her. He can still back out. Why? That's only because he's, he specifically said, I don't want it to be Mechabalit. But if he hadn't said that, he would not be able to backtrack anymore. You see that Hoylech is Kizachi. Gemara says, no, no, no. Maybe Hoylech just is like, maybe he said Heilach, not Hoylech. Heilach just means here it is, but not go bring it. Gemara says, Next step. We know that a man can be a shliach to send, to deliver a get. Because the husband brings the get to the wife. We know that a woman can be a shliach to accept the get. Because women are, they are the gender that accepts gitin. But can a man be the shliach to accept the get? Can a woman be the shliach to deliver a get? That's the question. So the Gemara brings a raya. We learned that if someone says, Hiskabel get zele ishti, be mekabel this get to my wife. Or if he says, Hoylich get ishti. If he wants to, he could back out. But like we said in our Mishnah, if a woman says, Be mekabel this get for me, she can't back out anymore. The shliach sad is like her yad. Gemara says, aren't we talking about the same shliach? The deliverer and the accepting? You see that whoever can be mekabel it can also bring it. 
The Gemara says not a raya. We're talking over that. That case was two separate shluchim. They had the husband shliach who could have been a man, and the woman shliach to accept it, which could have been a woman. Love dafka that the rules can switch. So we try another raya. We said that if the husband were to say, "I don't want my wife to accept it, but give it to her anyways," he can back out of that shlichus. Over there, we're talking about one shliach, and you see that that same shliach can do a kabbalah and can also do a halicha. The Gemara says, oh, good, you have a raya that a man can also do a Kabbalah. We also see that, that a father can accept a get for his daughter when she's a katana. So yeah, a man can do a Kabbalah's get. What about a woman doing a halichas get, delivering a get? So Rav Mori says we could learn from... Remember, we had a chav gimel on the base. That even the woman... There are some women who wouldn't be trusted to say that their husband died... They have some sort of a bias. We could still trust them to say, uh, to deliver a get. And over there, she's doing a delivery. You see, that woman can also do the halicha. Ravashi doubles down on it on this and says that we also see in the seifa that a woman can do the halicha because it says that if a, that a woman herself who brings a get, she just has to say b'fanenachta b'fanenachta. I was also talking about her doing a halicha. Shmami no. Not only can a man do a kabbalah saget, a woman can do a halicha saget. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.